Is there an order to follow for a home remodel? What needs to happen first, second, third, and so on? It can feel overwhelming thinking about everything that needs to get done, but luckily there is a standard order of operations to follow to help guide you through your remodel process. So stay tuned to hear what order to follow for your home update. Welcome to Design Your Home, the podcast that helps you design and decorate your home with confidence. I'm your host, award-winning interior designer and real estate investor, Sally Sorcelli, here to help you create timeless designs that'll make your home or investment property stand out. Thanks for listening. Well, hey there, and welcome to today's design conversation. And we are talking all about home updates and remodels, and specifically what order to follow when starting one. What should happen first, second, the whole thing. So it's called the order of operations. And this order of operations works for larger remodels as well as smaller upgrades. Depending on the level of your home update, you may skip several steps in the order. Just do what applies to your project and skip over any steps that don't apply. You might be wondering, well, why do we have to follow this order? And there's actually three reasons why we want to follow this order. One, it's an industry standard that contractors follow this same process. It keeps things moving along and keeps your project moving along. Number two, why you want to follow this process is it avoids having to do expensive redo work. So for example, you aren't adding new light fixtures or doing any new plumbing after you've already had the drywall repaired. There's an order of operations to follow. And the third reason to follow the order of operations is it minimizes damage to existing work. For example, you wouldn't want to have your flooring installed when you're still doing all your wall and drywall repair because you could have contractors up on scaffolding, they're dropping tools, all of a sudden it lands on your hardwoods and now you have to do a repair. So it is good to follow this process to keep everything going smoothly and to avoid damage to existing work. Now, it can feel overwhelming thinking about what order things should happen in home remodels and construction. And luckily, there is a standard order of operations to follow to help guide you through this process. Now, this order of operations will work for larger remodels as well as smaller upgrades. So depending on the level of your home update, again, you may skip several steps in the order, do what applies to your project, and skip over any steps that don't apply. Are you ready to dive into the first step in the remodel process? Now, before starting any home remodel project, you need to make a plan. This is step number one. It sounds so simple, but it is a common mistake to overlook this when starting a new project. I always use this metaphor that you would not go on a road trip with your family without making a plan first. You wanna know where you're starting from, where you're going, where you're stopping to get gas, recharge the car, where you're getting snacks, where you're gonna stay overnight. But when we get ready to do a home update, we just go at it without a plan. And that's what ends up getting us into trouble. We want to have a plan in place. So before anything, make sure to have your plan. Once you have a plan in place, it's time to get really down to business. And these next few steps in the order of operations are the messy ones that, while super important, might not be the most exciting. So step number one was to make your plan. Step number two is demo and declutter. 
Now, depending on your home update, this may or may not be necessary, but before you bring in anything new, you need to get rid of the old. And this is something that I think a lot of my clients might forget about and students is get rid of some stuff. If you don't need it anymore, now is the time before you start bringing things in, before you start planning, do an evaluation and an inventory of what you currently have and get rid of things that you don't need anymore. And then of course, demo is get the sledgehammer out and that's when cabinets are going out, walls might be coming down, whatever the case is, that's the demo phase. That part is actually a little bit fun for people, but the next few parts might not be. So step number three is framing. And this is only necessary if you're adding, moving, removing walls, windows, and doors. Step number four in the order of operations is what's called the MEPs. Now, depending on your level of your design, this may not be necessary. This is all the behind the scenes things that go behind or inside walls, ceilings, and floors. MEP stands for mechanical, electrical, and plumbing. Mechanical is your HVAC in your heating system. Electrical, which is your pre-wiring for light switches and outlets, appliance changes if you have to have new circuits run. All of that stuff is behind the scenes, but really important to do now before you get further along in your project. And the last part of MEP stands for plumbing, P. That's the water lines, gas lines, anything there that needs to get redone, moved, anything like that needs to happen at this time. So those things might not be the most exciting because you don't really see anything really pretty or that interesting, but it's so important that, for example, if you were to pick out a for a bathroom remodel and you picked out a shower head that you loved, you have to buy a shower valve that goes behind your shower wall. That has to be done early on in the process because if you were to pick out a shower valve from say Moen, you can't put a Kohler shower head on. The valve and the fixture have to be the same and within that, they have to be compatible. Not every valve for each company matches and works with every fixture. So that needs to be done in the pre-planning part. So you don't wanna have to tear things out later because you accidentally bought the wrong shower valve and you had your heart set on a different type of shower fixture. That's the part you actually see. So you wanna do that part first. All right, let's move on to the next phase of the remodel process. And this is where things start to get fun and start to really look like real progress. Once the MEPs are done, you can start patching any walls or ceilings, and that is step number five, which is wall and drywall repair. So things might not look finished yet, but when you've been exposed to ductwork and two by fours and insulation, it looks really exciting once the walls start getting back together. After step number five, wall and drywall repair, we move on to step number six, which is flooring, and you want to install all your hard flooring. Now, if your floors are floating, which means they are not glued down and attached to your home, then flooring is installed after cabinets are installed because cabinetry cannot be installed over a floating floor like a luxury vinyl plank. Some LVPs or luxury vinyl planks are glued down, but others are floating and you can't put secured cabinetry on top of it. You can put furniture on top of it, 
things like that, but you cannot put like kitchen cabinetry over floating floors. Step number seven is installing cabinetry, built-ins and baseboards, crown molding. You're installing anything that is attached to your home. And that again includes built-ins, baseboards, crown molding, molding. And like I said before, cabinetry can go on top of flooring unless your floor is a floating floor, which means it is not glued down. So if you're doing tile or hardwood, those are all secured to your home and it's good to put those in. I have seen where cabinetry goes in first before flooring. Personally, it's not my preference. I've seen it both ways. I prefer to have flooring in. And yes, it's a little more expensive because you're paying for the flooring underneath like kitchen cabinets that you might not see. But that way you have a nice level surface. Everything is in there before cabinets come into play. Now, step number eight, things are starting to get a lot more finished looking because it's time to paint. And this could be painting walls, cabinets, or moldings. And as noted before, some contractors prefer to paint walls before flooring is installed. Others prefer to paint it last. I prefer to do it later. A good contractor will cover your floors before they paint so that nothing gets damaged. The only painting that should happen before this step is priming of your drywalls. So after drywall is installed and it's brand new, it needs a coat of primer on it to protect it during the rest of the construction process because new fresh drywall is a little more delicate, a little ding can knock some of it off, and there's just dust on it because all of that joint compound that has been spread over your drywall. So that should get primed first, but you don't wanna paint your walls fully because you're likely going to need to touch them up after. If someone is installing floors or cabinetry and they accidentally ding your walls, you're going to have to repaint them. So that's why painting comes at step eight. It is one of the last parts of your process. And then step number nine, the last part of your order of operations is all the detail work. It's your furniture, your accessories. This is where all your hard work really pays off when everything comes together in this final step. With my one-to-one clients, we've already ordered and picked everything out before the whole process started so that things were ready at the end of their construction. And my students are also advised to do the same thing before they get into all their remodel They've already come up with their plan. They've already got their vision and what pieces they're putting in their home because we want everything to feel put together, cohesive and well-designed. And so we have to think of these things and put all these pieces together in the planning process to get that end result that you're really looking for. Now, of course, if choosing furniture and accessories and creating the design is challenging for you. You can always get on the wait list for Room Design Essentials, which is my program that teaches you how to put a room together from start to finish or anywhere else in the process. And you can get on the wait list when those doors open again. And that's nestorations.com forward slash wait list if you want that. All right, now we have gone through the entire whole remodel process, which we call the order of operations. A little recap here because I'm a girl who loves a recap. Step number one is to make a plan. And that is when you are getting everything together. 
making a plan of what furniture pieces you're putting, what your materials are, your fixtures are, flooring, colors, all of that is getting planned out in phase one. Step number two is demo and declutter. Step number three is framing. It's only if you're moving doors and windows and things like that, building new walls. Step number four are your MEPs, mechanical, electrical, and plumbing. Step number five, close up those walls because it's wall and drywall repair. Step number six is flooring. That's when we're installing all of our flooring. Step number seven, cabinetry, built-ins, and baseboards, any of that carpentry work that needs to be done. Step number eight is painting. And then the final step, you're at the end, is furniture and accessories. Woo, that was a lot, wasn't it? All right, what do I want you to do next? Please hit subscribe and leave a review for this podcast. Five stars would be extra appreciated because it helps this podcast grow and get shown to more people in their podcast feeds. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back next week with another new episode. Have a great day.